0: Come on everybody, it's time to listen in To an actor and a teacher who love the wrestling No more division, forget those prejudices The Wrestling Connection is here with Glenn and Chris Hello ladies and jelly spoons and everything in between And welcome to episode number 63 of the Wrestling Connection podcast My name is Glenn and I am joined as I am every single week with my tag team partner and good friend and compadre, Sir Chris of House Moffat. And but each nice. week we, we try and sit together and we put a smile on our faces and we reminisce and reflect on the many ways in which wrestling can connect us and continues to connect us all in an era of increasing division. But we're struggling a little bit this week to keep smiles on our faces, but you know what? We decided we would we would hook up the microphones anyway and just see what Happens. Yeah. I said, like I said, I am Glenn. I am joined by my very close personal friend and tag team partner, Chris. Chris is um, my tag partner. He is the uh, Spike Dudley to my Taz from the episode <laughs> of Raw into January two thousand and two, when they uh, beat the Dudleys in Madison Square Garden.
1: Nice. Um,
0: he is awesome, and he is my friend, Chris. I kind of know the answer to this, but how are you? I heard that leg slap there. That kind of that made me smile.
1: Don't tell, JR. <laughs> Don't tell JR a little callback to a couple weeks ago on the Wrestling Connection uh, we talked about Spike Dudley uh, slapping his sure legs when you get a correct or incorrect answer on the Wrestlemania 20 DVD quiz game, which I've still not played after I said I would. I You're, awesome. The homework. You're awesome. You're um, awesome. I'm doing alright, man. It's uh, Listen, it's one of those ones we were talking about earlier on. We're both a little bit in uh, different places this week had a bit of a rough week you've kind of, i'm assuming you're exhausted after the mm-hmm. week you've had and stuff yeah. um which we'll get into and stuff and we we're going to completely call off this recording session and we thought glenn had a great idea where it was like this could be really cathartic might be cathartic to also listen to we don't know so we apologize mm-hmm. in advance if this is not it's very interesting <laughs> we're not our usual enthusiastic selves what we like to do is kind of just like put a positive spin on everything you know where we're, we're mm-hmm. naturally optimists as humans Yep. Um. And I guess we're still going to do that. I can't really go a day without being negative all day. But I think it's, I think it's really healthy. Yep. Um. To discuss when you're feeling a little bit down or you're having issues. And also we did an episode months ago called Wrestling with Your Brain. Yeah, we did. And we really talked about it, the importance of like why something like a podcast is like a sort of ex- extra extracurricular activity that is mm-hmm. like taking our minds away from what we're always concentrating on and just talk about wrestling and it's a wee break. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is absolutely true And sometimes it's good to have that downtime. It's good to have those breaks But it's also good to talk about your problems and stuff So we're going to do that today Whether this is like the light of day, we'll decide later on Hopefully it does though, because this will be a great episode Something different for the, the podcast And also, I also want to say If there's not much wrestling on this episode, we apologise We will, I guess we could There's a wrestling potential ending To this mm-hmm. episode, uh, not to mm-hmm. spoil anything But there will be some wrestling chat soon um, But I guess we can just Get into what's been
0: happening this week <laughs> I would just say to our listeners that if you came here and if you're new, wanting like a full-on proper like wrestling, if maybe if you've been recommended this show, right? Imagine that. I would say I don't know, go back and put WrestleMania, WrestleMania, uh, put put episode fifty on. Yeah, uh, I agree. Or, or there's loads, or one of the compilations. Get a better sense of what we're all about. But you know what? We've been doing this for sixty-three straight weeks. We've 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 picked up some listeners, and it's nice. Yes, uh, we have. I, and I'm just, I, you know, we sometimes we can just be brutally honest and uh, be honest about how we're feeling and I just think I'd rather be doing this than twiddling my thumbs feeling miserable so I, right. I'm, I'm grateful to be here we'll just see where it all takes us
1: yeah sometimes you know as as a performer and as a teacher you know you could be having a bad day but you, it's like you don't want to have that effect on the rest of your day on your mm-hmm. class if it's you if it's the performance for me I, there was plenty of times where I was in you know intense rehearsals for a two-hour play and I was having a bad day, but the worst thing I could do was go in and moan about my life. You just kind of like, keep your head up, get on with it, it's a nice distraction, here we go. And yep. it's fine, you know. Absolutely. Um, so I've been doing a lot this week, so I don't know it. do you want me to start? Go for it, my friend, whatever you're comfortable with. I'll just tell you what I've been up to this week. So uh, as you might have heard from our beautiful theme song there, sung by Glenn, okay. um, I am an actor. And as I've mentioned a lot of times during the COVID era of our podcast, um, which was the majority of a podcast, I guess it, is. Yeah, it all is, yeah, <laughs> which is the podcast, um, but you know, work was kind of like scarce, and um, it was lots of things were being cancelled and stuff, and anything you can t- try to get, like you just kind of go for it and stuff, and it's been nice that a lot of things have been picking up, which is good, uh, I talked to be doing a music video a couple of weeks ago and stuff, this past week I was on the set of a short film, um, I hadn't done a short film since 2018, so I was buzzing. I was playing a character that was totally different to anything I'd done before. Usually I play like either um, nice young man or happy-go-lucky friend or something like that, but I was playing something a little bit different, um, which was really nice. And I was on set doing that, and the COVID precautions were in place. Um, you cannot enter the set unless you have proof of a negative test, a negative COVID test, and everybody on set had that proof. There was a total of nine people on the set, all of us with negative COVID tests, and we were shooting for a Monday and a Tuesday. We arrived on a Monday, presented our negative COVID tests, just assumed, just like a lot of people have done, and like I guess you would as well. Mm -hmm. Um, The negative test means that we're all good to go. Um, I wasn't wearing a mask on set because I was on camera. I was Mm -hmm. acting. Um, there's (laughs) There's no part in the script where the costume was like, you now wear a mask um and now in in hindsight maybe i should have um but again negative test everyone else is negative test i'm on camera Didn't didn't need to have a mask on plus it's also not against the law now to be in the same room as other people you know maybe if this was back in like january then maybe that would have been different but you know we're we're in the summertime now and stuff um kept going outside for some fresh air and stuff keeping it as safe as possible keeping distance all that good stuff and then we finished the shoot the monday and the tuesday was heading into town, Glasgow City Centre, for lunch on the Wednesday. And uh, as I got out of my car and was walking towards Glasgow Queen Street, which was our meeting point that I was meeting my girlfriend at, uh, I got a phone call from the producer of the show, producer of the short film, sorry, and uh, basically telling us that the makeup artist and the sound editor, uh, and in fact the sound, just the sound guy, the sound, I don't know what his correct thing is, guy that was there recording the sound, both had uh, positive lateral flow tests they took on the <laughs> Wednesday morning. Um, I did not take an lateral flow test. I just didn't think I had to, but they get, I don't know if they just felt unwell or whatever they took a lateral flow test, mm. meaning they had to go for a PCR test, and both did. Both came back positive, actual COVID tests. So here's me standing in the middle of the town about to meet my girlfriend, thinking I can't meet my girlfriend now. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is the situation that we're in because I, not to, I don't want to talk about the film too much, but I had some makeup on my neck um, I had like a sort of bad wound Was getting applied to my neck Punctures maybe? Punk, yeah um, By the makeup artist There's and,
0: an irony to this I'm thinking about my 30th birthday
1: uh, Oh you mean like <laughs> Woken Nosferatu Yeah <laughs> Which I was thinking about last week When you were telling us the Matt Hardy story <laughs> Which by the way everyone should listen to um, So the makeup person was, was pretty close to me And I was like oh for god's sake So I cancelled my plans quickly, as soon as I could, got up the road, avoiding all public transport and and being indoors um, Mm -hmm. just in case. Came home, uh, I waited. This is also before uh, I knew that the person that I was in contact with actually had a positive PCR test, Mm -hmm. which is lateral flow at this point. So then I heard that test was positive. So then I booked an actual COVID test, which I did last night at about 7.30. So currently I'm still waiting results um, to see whether I am positive or not for COVID-19. Uh, I feel fine. I feel great. Um, I have no symptoms.
0: You had your first Jag?
1: Nope. Uh, That was due on Sunday. And now that can't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, It's my father's birthday on Sunday. And we had a garden party with all of our family planned on Saturday night. That's now been cancelled. Had a getaway booked for me and my girlfriend, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's had to be cancelled um we had a new garden fence being built that's been cancelled we had a new bathroom being put in that's been cancelled um and it's just a bit frustrating because i'm not like i'm feeling fine and stuff um, my lateral flow tests have all been negative mm-hmm. Um i'm now just awaiting actual pcr covid test results so i'm in isolation now until the second of july even if my results come back negative i do have to remain in isolation and i will follow the rules because i'm not a dafty and i'm not one of those people that break the rules mm-hmm. um, so i will be in isolation even though if my results come back negative i will still have to cancel all my plans and stuff they are all cancelled had to get refunds and stuff from my hotels that were booked and now i'm just waiting for uh, another seven days till next friday until i'm able to enjoy the outdoors again so that's where i'm oh, at i'm man. i'm just sitting in here it's not so much listen if this had happened before i would been absolutely fine with it i'm perfectly happy staying indoors doing nothing for 10 days doesn't bother me can record podcasts can do youtube videos can watch wrestling you know i'm fine with that it's just the week that we had uh, and planned you know I know we had so sucks. much put in like this because we had something booked at christmas and we had to cancel it for covid so we rescheduled it for the summer now we've had to reschedule it again dad's birthday and um, We had a meal booked for my dad's birthday. I was getting my vaccine. Like, it's just the, just the worst timing. And the problem was, as well, we didn't break any rules. We followed yeah. all the precautions. We were all safe. The but only thing we didn't do was, was, was not wear masks. But, we but didn't it, it. it
0: just shows, though, there's not really, there's not any real logic to it. It's, it's a right. highly, especially the Delta variant, it's so highly transmissible that it's like catching anything. You can take all the care in the world. But, you know, if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, uh, all you can really do mate right. is, is, is accept it and it's, it's horrible isn't it
1: yeah i'm pr- listen again as i say it's not the end of the world it's cool yeah i'm very lucky that i'm i'm well and i'm i'm healthy you know mm-hmm. Um it could be a lot worse um also i'll feel bad if later on today i get these results and the positive and then the rest of my family need isolate and stuff that'll that'll bum me out again um but I was just feeling a little bit deflated and stuff. And I don't like being that I'm kind of I'm known for like picking people up and making them laugh and being busy and all that stuff, you know? And I don't like sitting down and doing nothing and sulking and you know what I mean? It's just not me. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like it feels like lockdown again, you know? It feels like I've got nothing nothing else to do. I can't even go for a walk. You know what I mean? No, I can't even go for a walk.
0: That sucks. And but we've got some good weather coming though. At least you got a nice garden. You True sitting there. And yeah. Uh... I'm
1: currently reading uh, Drew McIntyre's autobiography, so
0: you know, it's it's sad, you know, I was um, talking to quite, I said this to you, I think, of the podcast last week, um, you know, I was looking forward to kind of putting my heart and soul into the podcast and not, like, my work. I was kind of, I have these visions of us, and we can still do it over the summer, like, you know, making videos, content, and all yeah. that. I just assumed that we would tear right into it, you know, like, this week or next. Right. But well. You know, we've waited long enough. We can wait an extra few days, and I feel really bad for you, man. I'm sorry that you and your good missus have to cancel your plans and the implication on your family celebrations. That's that's rotten.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that's kind of hurt me the most. It's not the fact that I've been in contact. That was going to happen eventually. You know, and I've been so lucky over the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, ridiculously lucky. Um, so it was bound to happen at some point, and uh, at least we can still record here and stuff. You know, I'm we're recording this on Friday the 25th of june and tonight i'm doing a wee sort of live stream on my youtube channel to celebrate reaching 4,000 subscribers officially i know well done um Fresh so person. we're gonna do a wee, a wee live stream with with any of the viewers that want to tune in so uh that'll that'll boost spirits as well um yeah. but it's always good man it's just it's just having to cancel problems uh yes
0: there you go there you go and so that's why we're here folks <laughs> To kind of let it all out and vent it all out. and um, We
1: have some breaking news, ladies and gents.
0: Mm. Go on.
1: Just received a text message, literally on cue, from the NHS. My test results are negative.
0: Woohoo! And you still have to
1: isolate until the 2nd of July. Still have to isolate, but that means my family don't, so thank the Lord.
0: That is good, that'll be good. Because, of course, Chris lives with his folks and yeah, his and my sibling. Uh, I'm going who, uh, to... Uh, sorry, carry on. Who um, is the reader who who's turned you on to reading, you know, and and you mentioned that you are currently reading Drew McIntyre's book. So even though yep. you still have to stay in, you, I, I, let me ask you this. How you you finding the book? Is it interesting? I'll tell you what my feeling was going into it. I've not got it. I haven't, I haven't bought it or anything. Pardon me. <laughs> 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 um, I'll tell you what my issue was with it. I have seen so much recently since Drew started getting his push at the end of 2019. Yep. There's been so much about him and his redemption story and his life and, and, and you know, losing his mum and getting fired. Yeah. And, and I, then, you know, that, the WWE had done promo packages, the Broken Skull Ranch. Uh, he's given interview after interview. And I'm just like, the man clearly has a good story, but I feel like I know it. And that's why yeah. I didn't buy it. I feel like I'm not going to learn anything here. Maybe I'd love to be told them wrong. Um so yeah, hit me up.
1: Um I totally agree with you. I feel that with a lot of big names, like Jericho, for example. Mm. I love listening to Jericho interviews. He's a great interview. But like he's answered the same questions so many times, you know. But I'll still watch mm. it because I'm a Jericho fan and stuff, and that's fine. I love listening to him and stuff. Um but yeah, the Drew the Drew book, I get where you're coming from. I'm sure I've I've been following Drew's career since he was 18. I, I saw yeah. him in Kilmarnock Town Hall, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I saw him in, at the Kelvin Hall in two thousand eight, um, on two thousand eight, two thousand six. Like, I, I, it's just ridiculous. So I've kind of followed his life and stuff in terms of being prof- as a professional wrestler. Um, but what I'm loving about the book so far is that it's literally about a guy from where I'm from. You know, it's so relatable. So although we know the we know the grand story, hearing him talk about things like talking to his friends in school, trying to find wrestling schools. Watching wrestling in the UK, like in Scotland, in terms of the the time difference and collecting the merchandise and stuff, is is so relatable to me. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I'm someone that looked for wrestling schools. I'm someone that tried to stay off school to watch the pay per views, you know? So it's really relatable. I found the same with the Young Bucks book uh, that I read at the start of the year. They're talking about like the backyard wrestling stuff. I really related to that. Um, But then I read JR's book, you know? late 2020 and yeah. couldn't really relate to gr but the story's amazing so it's fine you know i think that's probably why have a nice day did so well in late 1999 because the story was literally about a guy who just loved wrestling so much and did everything that he could to be a wrestler and follow his dreams and stuff and people just drew to that story so much because everyone else who was reading it at the time loved wrestling and you know, looked up to Mick Foley, and he's, he's such a relatable guy and stuff. So that's probably why. That, that was like the first real massive wrestling autobiography, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, w- I would recommend getting the Drew book just for that. You know, relatability factor alone. I'm still only like ten chapters in. I've still got about two hundred pages to go. But um, you know, it's going to be interesting hearing what he's talking about, like his his alcohol problems and and getting fired, and then the whole ICW stuff. But it was funny, like hearing or not hearing, but reading the information about him putting on his own shows and stuff with like BCW in like 2006 and stuff and yeah. the original ICW
0: shows that I was kind of at, you know, it's it's nice to read about it, you know. When you say kind of that, you make yourself sound like The Rock in the early noughties. He was on he was Raw, but he was there via satellite. You Not know? every day, no. Just <laughs> so imagine you on, on a wee screen at the Calmaric Town <laughs> Hall. The Thunderdome. No, I right, was... uh, that's exactly what I imagine, is you <laughs> waving at the Thunderdome and smiling and putting your thumbs up when Xavier Woods is getting absolutely pumped. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so you should be booing the bad guys. Boo!
1: Yeah, we need to talk about that later on as well. Uh, spoiler, that's that little uh, foreshadowing there. No, well, I wasn't at the original ICW shows in two thousand and six. Um, mm-hmm. I was at the ones in the Mary Hill Community Hall, that were a bit further up the stairs. I wasn't. Oh, at the, I wasn't at the very first ones, the ones that were absolutely chaos with like seven people in attendance. I wasn't at those ones, um, but it was interesting hearing about that and hearing about him moving to Louis- from Ayr to Louisville <laughs> mm-hmm. was uh, an interesting read. Mm-hmm. And hearing him talking about like uh, Sheamus and Wade Barrett and becoming pals with them and stuff. Um, he's got an amazing story, Drew. You know. And I don't know, as you said recently, we could be biased towards him because we're also Scots. But, um, yeah, it's um, it's a good book. It's a good read so far. It's a really easy book to read. Maybe it is because I find autobiographies either, easier to read than other books. But, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far.
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, you mentioned Have a Nice Day. I recently found my old copy of Have a Nice Day. Um, yeah. Uh, so I've I've filed away in my bookshelf, but it, it, it it's like a paperback one, and it's battered and battered and battered me up. Too. I got it when I was twelve, and it was like a WWF scratch logo edition. Um, and I just obsessed over it. I and it's been taken on holiday a hundred times. The picture of him with his ear gone has been ripped out because I think I took it to school once to show people, and it got taken really? off me by a teacher. Yeah. Um, I like, remember, Sorry, go on. I was just saying, I like, I'm literally this 12 year old wondering about school with a picture of a man in a severed ear. Like, like, no wonder it got taken off me.
1: It's a bit violent for whatever primary you were in at the time or whatever. <laughs> uh, I remember taking the WWE Encyclopedia into primary school when I first got it in like, 2008. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was just taking, would not take no for an answer. I would just, any excuse, we've like finished that wee activity, the book would come out and everybody was like surrounding me and stuff. And we'd like look at all the different characters. Because obviously, like, it, the Encyclopedia is everyone. So mm-hmm. even the really obscure gimmicks that lasted three weeks, they're in yeah. the book, you know, so we're looking through it and stuff. And I remember my P7 teacher was like, Christopher, you need to put the book away. I'm sure it's fantastic, but you have to put it away. And I remember saying, Miss, that is fantastic. <laughs> like, if you remember that in my head, <laughs> oh, I don't know why dear. I remember that quote where the teacher's like, I'm sure it's fantastic. <laughs> I was like, of course it is. It's a WWE encyclopedia. Of course it's fantastic. Oh,
0: I was never happy. I had a copy of the encyclopedia. And I was never happy with it because as amazing as it was, it it very quickly got out of date, you know, because that, the yeah. roster changes and and like there was all these people you see on YouTube who get their signed and they have these like right. pages and pages of autographs. But then eventually you're not gonna be able to get everything signed or you're not gonna be able to get like you're gonna meet somebody who's not in it because it was after the publication date. Yeah. The thing that baffles me the most is the fact that WWE refuses to pay to print the name Gangrel. So it's just David Heath in the G section. Is that that's his name? Right, David
1: yeah, Heath? David Heath. Sorry, yeah, that's yeah. Me.
0: And so you never will read the word Gangrel in a WWE encyclopedia. And in fact, the only time the word Gangrel has appeared in WWE media recently was in WWE 13. And that's because 2K, or sorry, THQ it was at the time, paid for the license to use the, the Gangrel name. Really? Gangrel was a clever man, and he... He copyrighted the name man. very quickly and even even whilst he was under contract they still had to put that in the video games like in Smackdown 2 know your role It says in the opening credits that Gangrel was owned by David Heath and, and yeah. um, it's no wonder then that he didn't last very long WWE WWE Somewhat friend of the show Gangrel David Heath Yeah Gangrel likes to go at a bus stop <laughs> and do little introductions too, as with his his phone from two thousand and eight. It so um,
1: was because we talk about like Chavo or Tori Wilson and that, like they're friends of the show. They were great, Mick Foley and Santino and Coachman and stuff. Like those are the ones that like they put their heart and soul into the introduction. They love the wrestling connection. They will come on if we ask them. But Gangrel was like, God, I'm going to either maybe he does have a phone, but because he knew he had to do a cameo video, he went and took his old phone. It was cupboard it went to the airport even though you couldn't fly at the time and sent us a video.
0: Well, this is Gangrel, the Vampire Warrior, and you're fanging and a banger with Chris and Glenn, of the Wrestling Connection. It's a tremendously positive podcast on how pro wrestling connect all age groups and all fan bases, but mostly all you the know, different age groups in pro wrestling. So
1: check out Chris and Glenn's Wrestling Connection right out of Scotland, UK. Want
0: some, get some. Bad enough, take some. There's a the blood back coming. This is Gangrel, the Vampire Warrior. <laughs> That was nice of him. He was on his way, actually. This is actually true. When he did it, he was on his way to film his cameo in the um, the the Matt Hardy thing <gasps> that, for AW the, the the deletion match. Yeah, the elite deletion. Um, the elite deletion, that was it. He was on his way to film that, which is why it's so crap, I think. But you know <laughs> what? There we go. Listen, Gangrel, if you had told me, or sorry, David Heath, because we don't every time we yeah, say we the don't, word don't Gangrel, yeah. we, we owe him like 20 bucks. Um, But, uh, you know, if you'd told me uh, 15 months ago that we would have had Gangrel introduce our podcast, <laughs> then I would, have, I would have slapped you silly and put you through a table. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, obviously we've had far bigger names than him, but still, it's weird as shiitake mushrooms, and I yeah. love it.
1: Um, it's also weird that I never thought I'd hear Gangrel say the phrase fanging and banging, which I still don't know what that means.
0: Now, what that shows, Chris, is the, 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 the importance of the filter. That one goes through uh, when you work for Vince McMahon, you have these ideas. He probably pitched fanging and banging to Vince McMahon and if Shawn Michaels' autobiography and Kurt Angle's interviews are to be believed, Vince probably said, we'll put that on the on the shelf for right now. Yeah, uh, And uh, he he just became, and because now he, he you know, a lot of guys will wear their old gear and stuff in these shows, you know Eugene still wears like the, the Superman thing that he used to right. wear in he's still got that jacket covering, no brown green. paint. It was was green, but it's now brown. Uh, <laughs> he still wears that. It's never been washed. That's disgusting. Um, and Gangrel now kind of walks out looking a little bit like when your dad dresses up as the undertaker for your birthday. Oh, you know, he's got this he's kind of like Gangrel. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and he says things like fanging and banging, and you know what, Chris? I now think that fanging and banging was what you were doing on this production, where you were exposed to somebody <laughs> who have COVID, because you're talking about neck wounds and stuff. Yeah. How do I know that you were doing some fanging and indeed some banging? This is going somewhere. This, Chris, I would,
1: I would let you know. That's something I would tell you. If I was fanging and banging, I don't believe for a second that Vince McMahon heard the phrase fanging and banging and I did not want to use it. That, I, I, that screams Vince McMahon.
0: No, dewdrop screams Vince McMahon.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about that. So I said that I actually don't mind the name dewdrop because of the idea of the gimmick. Like it's meant to be like she's doing Piper Niven, Viper is doing the sort of uh, the heavy lifting for Eva Marie. Eva, Eva, what's her name? Eva Marie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I thought that's like, oh, she's like kind of bubbly, like the kind of like funny sidekick, do drop, whatever. Like, it could be worse. But then what did you say? You you put do drop in your ear if you have an ear infection?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the definition is a, a person with an outwardly dominant, masculine, or aggressive personality, but who also emphusi- oh. enthusiastically takes the submissive or bottom role. Um, so, I mean, the word isn't a Vince McMahon creation. Um, um, but. The Urban Dictionary also defined it as a woman who is romantically attracted to other women. So, oh. I don't really know what they're trying to get at, you know, with, with the name. It has a dirty double meaning. And it does sound like ear medication. When I have an ear infection, the doctor will prescribe me an antibiotic do-drop. Um, <laughs> It's also a song, you know, from the 50s. drop ba wa ba ba bap, bap. And I just, what, what has happened? I I do feel like Vince McMahon has been dropped on his head. Has been do dropped. He's been do dropped. Uh, I just, like, so wait a minute. What was the most recent stupid name that we heard? Like, what of Mason? Mason T. Slapjack.
1: Slapjack, yeah, that was, that was recently.
0: I think he's just like. Reginald. I mean, that's actually somebody's name though. I mean. Yeah. Where is are a slapjack? And why is it in capitals? Why see, is it in capitals? You see Mace, like, sent people never a
1: tweet saying, welcome to the all-caps club. <laughs> what... What does, um... What were the two women in, in Retribution called? Uh, um... It was Mia Yim and Mercedes
0: Martinez. And they had stupid names. It was, like, Resilience and Residence. <laughs> <laughs> Mia
1: Yim was called Reckoning which is actually not too bad
0: if done right really, it could be good
1: Mercedes Martinez was called Retaliation <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that is ridiculous coming to the ring from where is she from introducing first from Waterbury Connecticut Retaliation
0: Retaliation <laughs> Jesus, I mean, I mean, really And so, I just I don't, I, I've, listened. I'm one of the first people to be like Don't judge it until the story's been told Yeah, But do drop What was wrong with Piper Niven?
1: Piper Niven's a cool name It kind of rhymes with Viper and has the word Piper because she's Scottish And I, If you want to do the Scottish thing, call her Merida
0: Or something, you know <laughs> Don't call her do drop. That's what you take when you need some cough medicine. That's a cough drop. Do drop. Do a wapa drop. A drop.
1: Mm, sounds like this and Domino's theme
0: song. Do drop a nimba da ba Do drop a da ba Do drop a ba ba yeah yeah. Do drop a da ba da. Do ba ba da Do drop a da ba da ba. Do yeah yeah. I just said it quick Listen. Yeah, listen. You, don't know. you want me to stop, but I won't.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Um, we're talking about Gangrel cooperating his name. Banging and banging. You know, WWE are so good at that now. They'll they'll cooperate the name before the person's even debuted on TV. Because that was like making the rounds in the news sites, cooperating doodrop for someone. And then Piper Niven debuted. Um... Because I don't know if maybe that was a gangrel thing, because obviously Paper Niven, Viper, she's not going to copyright Dude drop <laughs> She's
0: hoping that gets changed. <laughs> I I can't kind of think of another time, apart from maybe Retaliation, where somebody will be quite glad when they get released that they, they can't use their WWE name.
1: There's got to be a couple. Was there not one recently? I feel like there is one recently. I can't remember what it is. What, like a bad name? Yeah, like a bad nickname. They've well, it's Shorty that- G. Shorty G was horrendous,
0: and it wasn't even funny. Like he wasn't like he's not even as if he's the shortest person on the roster. So, and this is the thing. So, short. It's not just the name. It's the it's the 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 the, the way the character was marketed and the appearance, the attire. Combine that with what the um, with what the revival we gonna have before they right. became FTR. Combine that with retribution and and do drop a do do. Now, combine all those things together, and do you not see the makings of a senile man?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to be one of those people that's like, no, like, on Twitter and stuff, it's like, Vince has lost his touch.
0: I know, but I think he might
1: have. He might have, but we
0: don't want to, we, we don't know that. I don't know Vince.
1: This is a genius.
0: Listen, here's the thing. I remember... And I'm holding my hands up to this because and this is this is timely because of what we spoke about last week. I remember when the broken matt stuff m- broken mat stuff started in t n a in twenty fifteen into twenty sixteen I thought it was terrible I thought it was stupid and I thought oh this, the story of Matt Hardy gets sadder and sadder and I jumped on the bandwagon when it was cool and and, and and you know I just I thought it was just gonna be. Uh, ridiculous and it was going to be another death knell in the coffin of TNA Impact Wrestling and I was very wrong and so I am prepared to be open minded the first time we met the Bray Wyatt happy, fun firefly, funhouse, funhouse character yeah. um, that first week where that bloody puppet emerged from the box the night after Wrestlemania and then the next week we see Bray uh, looking like he's hosting an art attack, again I thought this is stupid this is not going to go anywhere, and the fiend became one of the most popular characters of that year. Where it's gone since then is another argument. Yeah. But I wrote it off internally. So listen, I will, out of my sheer love, and admiration, and respect for Piper Niven, and because I've been proven wrong before, I will keep an open mind. For <laughs> do drop da 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 do I will keep. I. I will. I will. I will keep that mind open. Um, good, but we—I just don't think I'm going to be proved wrong this time. I'm so. very
1: guilty of it. Like I, I fast forward through a lot of stuff that is relatively new and like the like the sort of ground roots of a story that they're maybe going for, and it's a little bit different than usual. I do mm. it a lot on NXT, um, Impact as well. Like I, I fast forward most of it just like to see. I'll watch the stuff that, the other people I like or whatever you know, and then like later on I'll be like, oh, that character thing's been going on for a while. That story's been happening for a while. Maybe it is actually quite good. Mm. I feel like I did do that with Matt Hardy and TNA. Yeah. Like, when he first came out, because, I mean, I remember watching that Impact show when he came out, and he just had his hair about funny. And then it just, it just got ridiculous. And it just developed and escalated so quickly. um, And then it just became the hottest thing in wrestling, you know? So mm. you never know. You never know. Piper Niven is a great wrestler, you know? So I'm sure she'll pull out these great matches and moves. Folk will start cheering them, Cheering her, sorry. They'll get wind that she's popular and getting good reactions and they'll push it even harder.
0: And she will hopefully be Piper Nevin eventually because the whole thing is that the name's being thrust upon her, isn't it? Yeah and she doesn't and like she, the name, yeah. And she was being she was trying to she was mouthing Piper and Piper into yeah. her when she was trying to remember the name. Um and so I'm hoping that she'll be Piper Nevin eventually or she might start indeed embracing do drop a up a up, up, up. So you never know. You never know. I do also love
1: how she wears the line heart Band mm. thing on her arm. That's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've had my Royal Grumble. Oh dear. I was gonna ask you if you want to do it, but also please tell us about like the last week of term, like you're now finished for the summer holidays for another year.
0: I am, so it's um,
1: oh I'm still I'm still yeah, echoing. Turn some of your echo off, please. <sighs> do you remember nope. we go to ICW and Aaron Echo comes out and the chant mm-hmm. is Aaron Echo? Echo, echo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, I miss live wrestling. We should go to a show again sometime soon. Mm, um, maybe we should. Uh, no, here's the thing. I'm a teacher, folks. Did you hear that in the song on the at the very beginning? I did. Uh, I I heard it. I, we sing it live every week, and so, um, yeah. I I listen. There's there's this lovely tradition of the end of term winding down and teachers starting to feel relaxed and ready for their rest. And that that only really came about, you know. That usually is for a couple of weeks. You feel that, and, and this time it only really we only felt that really in the last couple of days. And the last day of term there was nice. You know, it was very quiet And the school. Attendance was quite poor. Um, a lot of parents just didn't want to send their kids, not just because it was the end of term, but because they're worried about their holiday plans being compromised Absolutely. by um, becoming a close contact, etc. So something which, of course, you are now all too familiar. Case in point, and. Paul. Um, and um, I just, uh, you know, I had my, I had a very, I had my higher class yesterday and it was empty. <laughs> like nobody was there. I, it was just me and my room. So I got a lot of stuff done, wee bits of odds and ends, cleared out my classroom. Um, But I, I am tired. I, I'm also tired because we went straight to the pub afterwards. Well, um, And uh, sat outside because there was um, too many of us to sit inside in terms of the rules of households. So we followed the rules the whole time, um, and uh, even though it was rainy, we were in places with sheltered roof places, you know, like, uh, you know, shelter, uh, and it was it was lovely, and I, I ate a massive pizza with, like, chips and bacon on it, and I was like, this is it, but it's the most of alcohol I've drank in a long, long time, Chris. Right, yeah. So I am a zombie today, um, and so I, I've had a, a decent enough week, I am happy, it's the summer holidays. But I I just, there's there's just a funk in the air right now. We've not, Kate and I have not had the best of news about our wee dog Luna today. um, And I don't really want to get into it, but yeah. it's just a bit rubbish. And so it's a somber tone in the Fraser household today. And I sit up here in the then, feeling quite cozy, but I definitely think I'll have better days this summer. And again, I apologize if the quality of this episode is not, quite where it needs to be, but I've had fun so far. Yeah, it's like a nice distraction, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's good to do the podcast. Absolutely. And so I was, like, feeling a bit rubbish, and I was getting ready for the day, uh, and I was I was in the Lulu. It was actually on the Lulu, but I'm not going to any more detail about that. Okay. And um I was on my phone, as one does, and I saw that um WWE Live... Has been rescheduled all because there was. See, the WWE were supposed to come to the UK for their usual tour just before the pandemic. Yeah. And it got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and uh, never cancelled. Refunds were offered, though, I believe, to ticket holders. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that they'd rescheduled it for September at the Glasgow Hydro. Uh, wrestling fans, if you're listening and you don't know the Hydro, in wrestling terms, there's been a, a, most of the main promotions have been there, but. um... Uh, you know, you probably might remember it from the episode of Monday Night Raw where uh, the crowd hijacked the women's se- segment before Survivor Series 2016, about two weeks before Survivor Series, uh, with the Hey Bailey, I want to know he be my girl, that building. So that's become the kind of default place for WWE shows in the last, um, uh, well, seven, eight years since the yep. venues existed. And I had noticed that they were. Selling tickets, but they also said old tickets would be honoured. So I thought I'll go on. I'll see if I can get some cheap seats for me and Chris. That'll be a nice thing to do. Yeah. And then I looked at the availability, and it just lets you look at a map. And I saw, like, on the side facing the ring, uh, like facing the entrance, in the third row, there were there was a couple of spare seats. And I thought, oh, okay. And I thought, nah, but those will be like the VIP ones. You have to pay like a thousand pounds and all that. So I selected them. And it was like, yeah, 70 quid, you know. And I think they must just be discounting the prices because they don't anticipate people will trying to get people
1: back in. Yeah.
0: hi, So I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to buy them. So I did. And then I phoned just and said, listen, I've just bought two third world tickets <laughs> to Smackdown at the Hydro in, uh, in September. You can come if you want. It's your birthday present if you want to come. Uh, and I didn't know that you'd had such rubbish news about the COVID stuff. So it was nice to be able to kind of add something positive to your day, but yeah. unless I mean, listen, nothing seems certain right now, especially with live entertainment. But see, the thought of being at the Hydro and oh, being a bit of a buzz man, I'm ready for it. I'll be double vaccinated by then. So, um, I'll be too. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm, I'm pumped for this, man. So, on September twenty second, I believe it is, we'll be heading to the Glasgow Hydro for WWE live, God and the- it's a, it's the SmackDown brand. So Roman's advertised Bailey Sasha. Um, uh, Bianca, Cesaro Biggie, Usos it's it's a great card so far and obviously you know what this little story is card subject to change, there's going to be a draft so we may not get any of them very true,
1: very true
0: I don't think they're going to leave Smackdown empty handed because that's the Fox show so all the big I doubt they're going to lose Roman because yeah. if you're Fox and if you're getting told that you're losing Roman, then you you want something big in return. And the fact is, he is the biggest star.
1: He's the star. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. That was really lovely news. Um, Obviously, you know, it's not as if I've had the worst week of my life and stuff, but it was nice to kind of get some nice news. Like, that's, that's very nice of you. And listen, £70 is a little bit of steep.
0: I'd be happy to put some money towards
1: that. You said it's my birthday present. That's a bit of an expensive birthday present. Do
0: you know, but do you know what, Chris? I, I, I It is, and it's not like the, in the kind of scale that we would usually pay for each other, but I just, I thought I deserve a treat. I wanted, I want i want to do something for myself it's been a very difficult year yeah I've had, absolutely. I've had a difficult day and part of the treat is the gratification of gifting it to somebody and it wouldn't be fair for me to go i've just bought us two seats to the hydro give me 70 quid no you would never say that though like i would you would never you would never say that i would
1: i would happily offer um but listen that is very nice of you you, you can buy me a drink or something on the night yeah that. Do you? I'll maybe well,
0: on... a focus a school night you <laughs> know I'll, I'll be
1: on drink duty then. That's fine. I'm, that's a good deal. I can buy a T-shirt there if you want, <laughs> or a new uh, new day horn to get stole, stole by
0: an eight year old. I've just um, realised something though. It may be the September weekend. Hold on, <gasps> just realised that. Um, that's a Wednesday. All it... oh, right enough though. Ah, it's just before the September weekend. But well, sometimes it's lot... like an, yeah. It's, it's fine though. It'll be fine at six pm. So
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's a wrestling show. You'll be home by ten or eleven. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's the twenty second, I'm actually going to see McFly on the twenty sixth. So that's the nice. same week. Uh, what a great week. Oh my I God. I know,
0: right? I know. So what it's mobile week. tickets. It's on my phone. Uh, and so, yeah, we are in section six, row C.
1: Section six, row C. Let me note that down and I'll have a look after the show.
0: They're, they're good seats, man.
1: Section six, row C. Sounds great. Again, you know, thank you so
0: much. Can I tell you something, though? See the seats right next to us? We're, yep. like, literally uh, uh, to, the, to our left those were VIP seats in the same role. So what we're actually we're paying, like, they, they would have paid four figures for that. And obviously you get to meet a superstar and everything. You get to take a chair home. <laughs> Aye. But I could probably take a chair home. They wouldn't know. But I wouldn't ever do it. So basically, they're going to have a posh chair and we're not. Yeah. And that's worth all that extra hundreds of pounds, you know?
1: Yeah. They might get a couple extra bits of merch in that and a VIP experience. But listen,
0: after the year we've had, I would have sat on the top row. You know? I, yeah, and I was prepared for that. But do you know what, man? I just thought, what a nice thing, especially for the podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we can do a lot of video content and stuff for it. It'll be good fun. I'm really excited for it. And that's what we need right now. We need things to look forward to, especially when we're going through wee rough patches. And again, folks, we are not our characteristic selves this week, but I speak with a, a very open and passionate heart when I say you need to kind of just, you need to be. You need to be honest about you your be feelings. You need, you need to be good to yourself sometimes right. too, you know. Exactly, and that's what this is. It's a wee treat. I'm very good with my money. Um, so yeah. yeah.
1: Well, thank you for that. That's that is that's lovely. I can't wait for it. And we could even record like wee bits of commentary. Like <laughs> when we're sitting there, we could do like wee voice notes and stuff, and just be like okay, Roman's in the ring now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be great fun. Just the idea of getting back to a show, you know. In fact it's WWE and it's at the Hydro and it's third row, like that's like the. The ultimate experience to jump back
0: into, you know, absolutely, Absolutely. So that'll be great. I'm buzzing for that. I'm buzzing, I'm buzzing too, man. And so, yeah, I this is the thing, dear listener. We um, we did have, our, you know, grand designs for this episode to like tell certain stories and be funny and stuff. And it's maybe not gone down that way. But I, like I said, I just I feel like we're doing ourselves a favor with this one. So if it's not been your cup of tea this week, folks, I am sorry for that, but it's okay to be rubbish and it's you don't have to put a brave face on you can be honest about your feelings and you know what phone a friend do a podcast with them you might actually find it makes your day
1: absolutely it's it's healthy you know just like if you've been studying for two hours straight your mind is fried it's sometimes it's nice to go for a walk make a cup of tea talk to your mum watch something on the telly for a bit Mm -hmm. you know it's you need to take breaks here and there or if you're a long work week and stuff you know glenn always says that he's a long work weeks and he comes home and he just doesn't want to do the podcast he just went to sit and sort of chill with kate and you know that's it and that's like your kind of like safe haven you know Aye, um and that's all the that matters it's, all matters. it's, it's good be to kind of it's, it's good to be healthy with those sort of things okay well what do you want to do do you want to do you want to wrap up there you want to do a segment how
0: are you feeling i feel like i could do either of those things i don't know what i would do though um you want to do a random wrestler quickly, and then we'll... Let's, yeah, up. let's do a random wrestler, because, you know, last time, last week or the week before, because we ended up talking about ITV Celebrity Wrestling, which is not something I thought I had remembered until you pulled out Just Joe. Just Joe. So, you know, This is one of the people that I thought would uh, never get any really response from random
1: wrestler. Okay. This is an interesting one. Uh, I don't know if you'll have any opinions on this wrestler, but we're talking about this week, Damien Sandow. The... Intellectual... intellectual
0: savior of the unwashed masses. <laughs> yes,
1: great character. What what memories you got of Sandow?
0: I love Damien Sandow. One of my favourite moments of his on a personal level was um, at the the same day I met Chris uh, in twenty twelve. So uh, on November, whenever it was, I think it was November fourteenth, twenty twelve. I met Chris for the first time. We were at an autograph signing meeting Daniel Bryan and Kane. That's right. uh, another story which we should revisit one day because when we did tell it, my microphone wasn't working properly.
1: Even still, uh, though, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with retelling stories from like different I know. perspectives and stuff. I, you
0: know? I think we should go back to it, but you know, so there. That's a fun story. It was the day that Chris and I first met, and we met Daniel Bryan and Kane, and it was amazing. Team Hell No, um, uh, and during the show, the match was Daniel Bryan and Kane versus Cody Rhodes and Damien Sandow. and uh, Rhodes you know, Scholars. Rhodes Scholars, yes. And uh, there's this funny spot. I don't know if they ever did it on TV, um, but it worked really well, and especially for me, because at the show, I was in the second row. Um, uh, one row ahead of where we're going to be <laughs> at the High. Always has to be better than the third row, you know. I know. Uh, it's the Brayhead Arena, the old default venue for WWE before the Hydro was built. And... We um so they did this spot where it was like um uh, like the, the you know Cody and Damian were being dirty the whole match and like kind of like uh, you know interfering the like the guy who was not tagged in would be interfering with the like, two guys that were in the match and there's this one bit where like Kane's in the ring I can't remember where Brian is uh and like he's he's choke slammed Cody or something like that and he's about to pin him and Damian runs in to like disrupt the proceedings and then Kane just turns around and gives him a dirty look and, and Damien just goes ah! like that <laughs> and screams like a little girl <laughs> and, uh, and he runs back out the ring <laughs> and his scream was so loud even though i was in the second <laughs> row i'm sure you could hear it above like all throughout the arena because it was it's not the biggest venue the Bayhead arena and you just heard the smattering of kids laughing <laughs> this this little girl <laughs> like high like high pitch like the first one i did like and it was like the little girl scream at the cane <laughs> it was worked great. so well i love damien sandé i loved his look, Loved the trunks Loved the fact that he was from palo alto i love the character um and uh, I love the original character and I I don't think he ever should have won Money in the Bank. Um, uh, it was a shame the way all that worked out. Yeah, that, you know that should have been Cody's year, really, in my view. But um, I I, uh, I then um, think about the latter success that he had with the Mizdo character and how again just when you feel like he's on the precipice of starting, the the company just doesn't want to get behind him. Yep. Uh, and I remember when he was released, Rolling Stone did this profile of him. And I, you kind of thought, he'll, you know what? He'll he'll do like what Drew did and what other yeah. people did. And he will go away and do stuff for a while and then come back. And he he doesn't really want much to do with wrestling anymore. And, you know, you can pay him for a cameo. And he'll do it as Damien Sandow if you want him to. He'll wear the dressing gown and he'll slick his <laughs> hair back. He'll do the all of that. Again. I don't know. Um, but he he's not he's i think he's just kind of left that behind and fair enough you know yeah. I, I, where he's from in palo alto california is absolutely lovely it's like a wee toy set of a town um i've been there a few times there's a great pizza place there and nice. a, an old theater i bought uh the the wwe magazine memorial for Freddie blasey i bought when i was there in the bookshop cool. Um, and so yeah i am I have lots of happy memories of Damien Sandow. One of my favorite characters. Um, I love that he was like DLC in WWE 13. I think he was with Antonio Cesaro nice. and Becky Langston. Uh, and I wish he could have done more. And I would love for him to be. He's a really good idea for a Royal Rumble appearance, isn't he? You know, yeah, full on hallelujah, Sandow character. That would do, that would be good. I wonder if he's if he was over enough
1: for that though, like. I think we would know who he was, but like, would everybody? I think they'd
0: know who he was, but would they get that big re- response? Maybe not, because I was about to compare him to 2015 when Bubba Ray Dudley came out, but then the Dudleys were huge, even though it'd been 10 years. Yeah, like. Um, and, you know, many of them, had, many people had at least followed him in TNA and Bully Ray and all yeah. that. So I guess it's not quite comparable. He's not really kept himself alive or relevant at all in wrestling. I think that's for choice. He, if he wanted to have stuck around the independents and done more independent shows, and he did, he did do a few. So, yeah, you know, I, thought he uh, was doing, I thought he was doing N.W.E. is he not? He may be, actually, but just you, you, you know, NWA hardly feels like him. Um, yeah, I know. What's his name? Aaron something, isn't it?
1: Aaron Rex, I think. Aaron Stevens. He was Aaron Rex in TNA. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, But then Aaron
0: Stevens is, I believe, his actual name. That's right. Aaron's first Steve- wrestling name. Hadad is his name. Because um, that was
1: like when he was like a jobber on SmackDown in like 2008 or whatever, he was Aaron Stevens. I think he was with Michelle McCool, I think. Mm. That's when he started. KC, I think it was, hang on a second, KC James and Aaron Stevens, I believe, were the team with Michelle McCool. That is off the top of my head, sheer memory.
0: That's so could to be wrong. If that's correct. Uh,
1: I, I The Mizdow stuff, I didn't love as much as other people seem to do. It was so over. But mm. I almost preferred the kind of intellectual saviour of the masses, with like, the dressing gown and the slick back hair. So that character was great. Do you remember when him and in, in Rhodes did like, the impression of the New Age Outlaws? And he goes, oh, you were not aware of this? Your posterior better contact someone at once. I just thought that
0: was hilarious. Um, I just love him. Um, enough of this facetious tomfoolery. I use that a lot as a teacher. That was one of his. Um, uh, yeah, you're right, he is doing NWA stuff. He, he lost to Nick Aldis in March, I believe. So, Nick yeah, Aldous yeah. needs to get out of there. Nick Aldis needs to do whatever the hell he wants, but I, I, I've never, I'm just, you know, Magnus, right? You know, I, I just don't ever. Here's my thing, and we're, we're a positive show, but <laughs> not a day, do drop a whoop a doob um, He looks great, but he doesn't have that much charisma, if you ask me. Every time I used to see him in ICW, yeah,
1: he was always really, really boring. Well, I actually think he's got a lot better. See, like the whole like rich guy, like NWA world champion, yeah.
0: I've not been watching, I've not really either.
1: NWA is not my thing, really. Um, but that Maggie had it all in with Cody Rhodes in 2018 and stuff, he was great there. And I just think, yeah, that's superstar written all over him. I know maybe he lacks charisma and stuff, but look at the way he looks, he's Mm. huge and and can go in the ring clearly.
0: I I, I don't know. I just, you know, I don't know um, uh, But, you know, to go back to Damien Uh Yeah And what, what is your opinion on what happened With Money in the Bank and Sandow And with Cena and the cash in um, Raw Gutted
1: at the time Remember I was absolutely gutted But I guess I just never really saw him as a world champion And I remember when he won the, the Money in the Bank It was shocking, but I was like, okay Here we go, you know, the same way that when, when Zack Ryder won the IC title at Wrestlemania that year mm-hmm. I was like, I he, does not need to be IC champion but okay let's do it and then he lost the next night which actually upset me but the Sandow thing i was happy i liked him as a fan of his he was a great uh i don't want to sound like an insider here but he was a great bumper good seller mm-hmm. um always was really good with that sort of stuff um had a good character which is what the wrestling was missing at the time and still is kind of yeah. um but yeah, I just i never assumed he would beat Cena. I never thought he would cash in and, and win it, but I was gutted at the time. And Rhodes was so hot at the time, you know. Um he was so over and they kinda of went out that kind of baby face turn led on to the stuff with Dustin, which was great, but um I could easily have seen him beat money in the bank and then cashing in on someone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh Damien Sandow is always a fun one. Who will it be next week on the Wrestling Connection? Sorry again if this episode was a little bit of a downer. Um, but as we say, it's sometimes good to talk about these things. It was quite yep. cathartic actually to get it off my chest a little bit. I think so. Uh and we received my uh, negative COVID results in the middle of the show. Live time. Yeah, uh, I not know. You said know we have
0: it. breaking news. I felt like
1: someone had died. <laughs> you know? Well, i probably would have said it with like less enthusiasm yes yeah, because i like, breaking news <laughs> so um yeah okay. hopefully everyone else is well um hopefully not everyone is having to go through a tough time just now and if you are that's okay yeah give like,
0: yourself time to breathe you know i i would say so if you are if you're really struggling with anything whether it's covid related or or just life is a bit overwhelming right now you you, you are allowed to be weak you are allowed to be vulnerable it's, I always put it. You know, one thing I've always resented Chris is like when you're eating, the expectation that you have to finish everything on your plate and you make yourself sick. Right. A lot of people gain weight because they, they want to stop eating, but they feel obliged to keep eating. Uh, and it's the same principle. You don't need to keep up appearances. You can. You, you are allowed to be vulnerable. You're allowed to be weak. And if Chris and I had decided just to stay in bed today, not together, but you know that there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that at all. Um, then that would have been a valid response as well to how we're both feeling and it just so happens that we're both dealing with disappointment and heartbreak um, and it's just coincided in the same week but it's, there's, it's totally valid and it's totally fine. One thing I love about pro wrestling is that whether I'm talking to my friend Chris about it or whether I'm watching it it's like this big comfort blanket you know because mm. it's so familiar and it's so easy and I like it when it's predictable, and I I love the safety that that gives. And so, if, whether it's pro wrestling or the Euros, if you find that thing that that is that you can control, that you that you enjoy, that you are comfortable with, and whether you've had an excellent day or a bad day, just know that it's it's valid to have these days where you just you don't want much at all, and you just want to be there for yourself. And for me today, it was a long lie, I a plate of soup with my dad. Third row seats at WWE and then Damien Sanders Scream. Those were the most cathartic <laughs> things of my day-to-day. And I hope, dear listener, that your day, if it's been good, I hope it stays good. If it's not been good, I sincerely hope it gets better. And it will. You yeah. Know, as as Shakespeare once said, and this is this is the English teacher coming out here. Go on then. Life is of a mingled yarn, good and ill together. And the fact is, dear listener. That we need the bad times to appreciate the good times. It's called yeah. contrast, and that's, that's a that's a good thing. We, you know, we we get hung up on WrestleMania seventeen, but sometimes you need a WrestleMania um at twenty nine, just to humble you <laughs> and recognize what a good WrestleMania actually is, and that's okay. Rebellion two thousand and one isn't that good, but I love it. But we love it, yeah, yeah. I actually quite like WrestleMania twenty nine.
1: No one else did. I didn't like that there were no backstage skits. That's right. You made me tell me that, yeah. Um. Yes, well, now Glenn and I are going to go and do things in our own lives that make us happy for the rest of the day because that's what we can do, and that's it's going to cheer us up. I'm going to go watch some wrestling. I'm going to read some books. We're going to get a takeaway for dinner. Nice. I'm going to FaceTime my loved ones, and I'm going to do a live stream on the YouTube channel later on tonight. I'll be chatting with the chatting
0: with the listeners and the viewers and stuff, so... Don't forget Um, to mention that you have a podcast about pro wrestling. And also also don't forget to mention that Gangrel has fanged and banged on our podcasts. And also, um, don't forget to send all of my love to all of your family because they're such wonderful people and uh, um, it's good that you have each other right now. And also I will be in the company of my two, nearly two year old nephew for the rest of the afternoon. And so I will be hanging out with him, talking nonsense. Nice. Looking forward to that.
1: Well, I've never met the rest of your family. All I've met is your dog and your wife. So I'm sure they're all lovely. Mm-hmm. So send them my love and my best, including Luna and Kate. Will and uh, we will tune back in next week, everybody, for the Wrestling Connection. Thanks very much for listening. Take care of yourselves. Go do what makes you happy. Go chill and have a good day, everyone.